0: Good evening. Good evening. evening. Welcome to Roots and Wings, our 50th year anniversary. We get to do this only once (laughs) this weekend. That's it.
1: We better do it. This will never
0: happen again. So welcome. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you've decided to be part of the celebration. I'm excited. Uh, I even just singing the songs and just hearing you guys behind me. uh, I, I just think it's it's fantastic. I need you to turn to somebody next to you and say, you're in for a treat this weekend. Go ahead. You're in for a treat. Come on. Tonight
1: especially. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, now say it yes. like you mean it's it. Come on now. <laughs> you're in for a treat this, yeah, there you exactly. go. Gotcha. Yeah. you. That's Amen. what I want to hear. Fantastic. That's right. 50 years. 50, I wish I could say I wasn't born yet, but, but I was. Uh, but 50 <laughs> years, that's, that's pretty amazing. I want to know this. Stand up if you were here 50 years ago stand you up ago? wow let's give these guys there stay there standing is. let's give these guys a big round of applause wow thank you guys so much there you go. that is um that's the remnant right there There's that a- that is <laughs> that is exactly what i'm talking about that is fantastic <laughs> Oh, man, that is such a wonderful thing. Thank you guys so much, those of you who were standing, for, for starting and having the courage, the moxie to say, hey, let's do this, and, and, and preaching the word here in Richland so that people could be saved. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I know some of you had so much to do with the whole program, but I'm going to leave that for tomorrow. But I want to thank you. I want to say this. Some years ago, uh, while I was trying to decide what to do with my life, somebody said to me, asked me this question: "Sergio, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? That's going to last throughout eternity." And I thought, "Wow, you had to ask that question, huh?" Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, I think, I think what's happening here is you are impacting the lives of people that will last throughout eternity.
1: Amen. That's right. That is
0: just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So I am thankful for you guys being here. We've got a couple of things happening here today. I'm going to ask Ruth to come up. She has a couple of letters to read. One one today. Okay, here we go.
2: Yes, we have letters and videos and a very surprising, well, a surprising and exciting person who's going to show up tomorrow afternoon. So at every meeting, there's going to be letters and uh, greetings from people from the past. Some of you will know all of them, and you, uh, y- everybody will know some of them probably anyway. So the one I'm going to read tonight, we're going to spread it out over the, over the meeting, so be sure to come and hear from these folks. The one I'm going to read tonight is a letter we got from Keith Hansen. Hmm. Hello, dear hmm. friends. What wonderful memories. By the way, for those of you who didn't know, Keith Hansen was our pastor Before. (laughs) Sometime before you. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Before Eric. Thank you. Okay. What wonderful memories Linda and I have of our years at Richland. We were reluctant to move from the Boise area, but were open to God's leading and before long it was clear that this was his plan for all of us. The first phone interview with the search committee was very casual, and being somewhat dismissive of the call, I was quite relaxed and candid with my answers to their very impressive and insightful questions. This was not your typical group of lay leaders. When we came to be interviewed by the church board and search committee, it was a bit overwhelming to look in and see the old fireside room packed with people. The conversation that evening convinced us that this was a church that was well-informed, grounded, diverse, open to growth and new ideas. What an opportunity. Our first priority was to develop the children and youth ministries and programs with two principles in mind. It's better to prepare than repair. And when you take a child by the hand, you take a parent by the heart. What a joy it was to work with such a fine crop of young people as Josh Brunkhorst and I developed Camp Safari. Those parents' program nights nights are such fond memories of good times as new families came to enjoy great food and be entertained by their children's programs. The youth of the Richland and other area churches were so reliable, mature, and fun to have as staff that it never felt like work to any of us. Several of these young people also went to build an orphanage in Baja, Mexico. For those of us who participated, the trip to Kelso Longview to see how they did worship was a revelation. Because of the balance and patience of the Richland Church leadership, we were able to transition to a more contemporary style of worship that was more attractive to new members, yet full of spiritual depth and biblical truth, as the sermons led us through the Bible chronologically in five years. I miss those awesome wor- worship experiences with all of you. To increase the effectiveness of our lay ministries, we held a retreat to discern how we could restructure in a way that would allow people to serve where they were gifted and passionate. The process was amazing. And again, the Richland Church showed its wisdom and maturity as we carefully transitioned to functionally structured ministry teams without disruption or divisiveness. Amazing. One of Linda and my favorite memories is of the Sabbath afternoon outings that Linda planned and led where we could all get out into God's first book of nature and get some exercise and fresh air while fellowshipping with each other. We relished the beautiful hikes all over the area and Linda's witty weekly emails about what was planned and where and when to meet. These afternoons were also an opportunity for me to have private conversations with some who were facing difficulties and needed to talk, but did not want the whole counseling session with the pastor routine. Many a problem was talked out and prayed over while we walked together along the road. We wish we could be with you on this day of celebration, but know that you are always and forever in our hearts till me- we meet again, Pastor Keith.
1: Mm, yeah, that's good. <coughs> yeah, that's good.
0: Holy Father. It is with complete humility humility that we stand before you you. in absolute awe of what you have done done through the willing hearts and hands of those those who have passed the baton baton from from one hand to the other, that we may finish this work. Thank you, Lord, for all that have come together this weekend, Father, to celebrate these 50 years. Please know, Lord, as we celebrate and as we share and as we eat and as we sing, Lord, it is you that we are celebrating.
1: we celebrating. Hmm.
0: We invite your spirit to be with us that omnipresent spirit that was here 50 years ago and has been here ever since. since. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. presence. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, please be seated. I have one more task to do, and I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, I don't know this gentleman, uh, except for I met him this evening for the first time. Uh, our speaker, uh, and, and the way he would say is that he was a rookie when he came here. Today we would use the word newbie, right? Came out of Walla Walla College in 1972, right? 1972, and this was his very first internship. He, he, he wasn't sure what was going on. So he comes here, and he spent a year here. And he says during that year, he was so blessed by the encouraging spirit of the members here, uh, that it actually brought him closer to Jesus. I don't think you as a congregation realize what a blessing you are to us as pastors because you bring us closer to Jesus by your attitudes and your ways. And thank you for that.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen.
0: Uh, after that year, he went on to seminary. The conference, uh, uh, I believe, sponsored you to go to seminary. Went to seminary and uh, then came back and was no longer the pastor here but pastored a few other churches in this conference and then uh, was asked to be the trust service director of the upper columbia conference and was there for many years in fact retired from the upper columbia conference as trust service director am i correct that's just unbelievable isn't it Mm -hmm. now i know he's going to tell you a little bit more about his bio here and his wife sharon are here where's sharon i i hi sharon how are you I hear great things about you, too, by the way. Uh, so all these things are, are fantastic, and, and I'm, I'm really thankful for that. But I want to tell you what I love the most about Wayne. What I love the most about Wayne is something I found out just a few minutes ago. We were in the back in my, in my office. We were about ready to pray. And Doug was just kind of kidding around going, hey, would you like my sweater so that you could dress down a little bit? And he goes, yeah, I feel like I'm overdressed. And that without us saying anything, he began to take off his tie. I mean, I thought, wow, I love this guy. He just fits right in, right? It's great. I love somebody that's willing to pitch his tent besides our tent to speak our language so that we all can understand and know that we're all brothers and sisters in Christ. Wayne, thank you for being that kind of person, and I welcome you. Let's give Wayne Searson A big Richland round of applause. Thank you so much for coming up and sharing with us.
3: In reviewing our past history, having traveled over every step and advance to our present standing, I can say praise God. As I see what the Lord has wrought, I am filled with astonishment and with confidence. In Christ as leaders, Yeah, nothing to fear for the future, except we shall forget the way the Lord has led us hmm. in his teaching in our past history.
1: Amen. <laughs> good, good job. <laughs> what a sweetheart. They said, would you like a something in front of you, Wayne? And I said, yeah, give me something to hide behind. This is the best they could do. Yeah, might as well just put a target on me, you know. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's all right. Yep, good people. Good memories. It has been fun already. I I didn't know I didn't realize how much fun it would be, you know, to come back and, and meet people that you know, fifty years. I mean, I just all I could say to them is just keep breathing, you know. <laughs> but uh yeah. well for Sharon and myself it's forty five, so that's uh, yeah, we were at physical therapy today, you know, together. And, uh, <laughs> well, she had knees replaced, I ruptured a disc, and so, but on it goes, you know. Isn't it wonderful when you get this age? <laughs> Didn't think about that 45 years ago. <laughs> but what a privilege to be here. And I want to I thank, who you know, the, the committee, whatever committee, whatever group of people. I know there are a lot of people involved in putting a time chart, putting the pictures up getting the food ready, putting this program together. I say, it's exceptional. You've just done an excellent job. And so I say thank you, and just, it's perfect. So good job. This is, this is just a good way to get together and, and uh, remember, because we do need to remember. And so Sharon and I, first of all, want to thank you for inviting us to be a part of this special celebration, because it really is special for us. It's been a long time. We were here a couple years ago, just uh, briefly for a Sabbath. But it has, you know, we really hadn't been back you know, before that for a long time. It's a long time, and it's just a privilege to be here. Lynn Harms wanted us to share some memories that we, we had when we interned here 45 years ago. And now that I see him, see, I was on the phone, and I see I could look at him and say, 45 years, Len. I see the stage that Sharon and I are in at right now is we hide our own Easter eggs. You know, and he wants us to go back 45 years and remember things. And you say, good luck, you know. Yeah, so, but I'll tell you what, we, we don't remember a lot of specifics, but general things we really do. And so I'm going to do my best with that. So just bear with me. <laughs> well, as, uh, as was mentioned, uh, the conference placed Sharon and I here back in 1972 for our internship. And uh, we had Dean with us then. Dean was born at Walla Walla. So Dean, Sharon, and I were here for a, a year. And just let me, I don't know if you really care or not or, or are interested, but I'll just kind of go through, you know, a few things back to Berrien Springs. We sent back to seminary, 27 months, and that's where Kenny, our youngest son, was born. Then from seminary they placed us at wenatchee Chelan District with Curtis Miller, and uh, we organized the East Wenatchee Church and had a good time there. That's where our daughter, Jana, was born. And then they I, I wanted to tell them, quit sending us places. Everywhere we go, we have a kid. You know, I'm, I'm serious, you know. By the time you're done with your itinerary, you gotta, you know, you've You got an orphanage, you know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was it. We, we quit there. Sharon, Sharon told me, she said, Wayne, we're going to keep having babies until we have a girl. And oh boy, I tell you, talk about a man of prayer. Oh, Lord. And sure, so sure enough, we did. And, and it is interesting. That's the first, that's the first child, our children, that I, I was able to be in the room. You know, they just kind of excluded you before that. So I was in there, and it, it, the, the doctor just barely made it there. But he says, Sharon, you have your little girl. And she just about jumped off the, the, the table. I, she was so excited. So, but yeah, okay, let's go on here with my story. So after Wenatchee, uh, we, they moved us down to Orofino and Wiipe, where we were ordained. And this is back in the day when you, if you were there more than a year or two, they, they thought, hey, it's time to move you. And so they moved us up to Spokane South Hill, where we helped build a facility that they presently are worshiping in. And from there, I, I finally got a call. I was able to make a decision where I, I was going to go, and we went into the conference office. Sharon was teaching school in Spokane, and then she came to the conference office also in the education department as one of the associate superintendents. So in a nutshell, that's kind of what they they did with us. So the the last part of our ministry we spent in the conference office, Then I've been retired now five years. And uh, Upper columbia Conference is my home. If they would have let me stay here at Richland, I would have stayed since 1972. I'm, I'm a homebody. I you know, they, they've been good to us in uh, this conference and uh, almost 41 years of service that, uh, that we provided, but they gave us the opportunities to do that. So, so I'm very thankful for our time that we've had here, uh, you know, in this conference. Well, wh- what do I say about, uh, about Rich? Sharon and I, we looked at each other and we talked for a while, and, and we do, we have fond memories of, we, we felt that we were loved and appreciated here. And, and that 's very important, especially to a young pastor wet behind the ears didn 't know much here i am seventy two now i still don 't know much i 'm still wet behind the ears but it was it was really important to us to have to, to know that you have a church that they care about you you know they 're trying to help you learn things, but also they they want to encourage you and i and I thank you for that. that was uh, probably the greatest uh, encouragement that I had as a pastor, and it really helped me. You know, from the time I was here, all through my ministry, and so thanks so much for that. But probably the biggest highlight of my life here was working with Len Harms uh, and Dr. Chuck Wolfter. Is that correct? Chuck had the uh, the youth over in Pasco. Len had the youth here at Richland, and we had a gigantic group of young people, and uh, it was really a lot of fun. Uh, There's just they did a lot of outreach. they did a lot of socials, sporting events, and, uh, and I, st- I think I still have blisters from the time we went hiking and camping in the Wallowa Mountains. They forgot to tell me, don't wear a new pair of boots. Well, I, I wore a new pair of boots. But still, though, just good memories, all these, all these things that happened here. So th- that was really a lot of fun. It's good to look back and remember people and events that have had a positive impact in your life. You know, this this is good to do it here at 50 years, but we need to do it more often than we probably do it. To to, to recount, you know, to recount the good times and and even the, the times that aren't so good that we're learning things, but the you know, the impact that people have on us and the impact that we have on other people, the events that happen. Well, this this young girl does such a beautiful job in, <laughs> and uh, in reading part of Life Sketches, page one ninety-six, uh, yeah, because it's a, it's a point of remembering. In reviewing our past history, having traveled over every step of advance to our present present standing, I can say, praise God. As I see what the Lord has wrought, I am filled with astonishment, with confidence in Christ as leader. The context of this statement dates back to 1869, which Ellen G. White was making reference to the growth and the advancement of our early denominational institutions and ministries. And that's why this, this statement is so appropriate and so, so relevant to what we're doing this weekend, celebrating 50 years of, of growth and advancement here in Richland, and how important that is. And yet our beginnings didn't just start in 1967 when we organized. If we we want to go back a few years before that, all the way back to uh, 1911, we see there were several members that got together, and they were holding meetings in the home of John Miller, who was a grandson of William Miller, the Advent preacher of 1844. So we even have some rich history, you know, in, in our church history, all the way back in the early 1900s. Membership increased over the years in total 74 in the early 1940s, Then the Richland congregation joined with the Pasco congregation. They built a church together in Pasco and worshiped there together. But in 1966, in the fall of 1966, there were a group from Richland that said, hey, we'd like to have our own church here. And so we know the rest of the story that in November of 1967, you know, we organized as a church with Upper Columbia Conference with a membership of 83. And now, here we are in 2017 on the books almost 500, 495 members, and uh, active, uh, active membership over 200. You know, a lot of growth, you know. And, and that's really where we talk about the impact in people's lives. Because we, you know, this church has touched the lives of so many people. Those of you who are, that are here now, those that have been here, that have moved away, that have left this church, it's still, it's an impact that we make. You know, And they go from here to other places, other places of service, and they carry the things that they've learned here to where they're going in, in new places and carrying on the, tr- the traditions, the history, the, the heritage, and especially the biblical heritage that we have here. How thankful I am for that. And so the Richland Church really has made a positive impact in the lives of so many People through its 50 years of service, not only in Richland, but all throughout this, you know, the Tri Cities. But this is a part of our celebration that we need to to rehearse over and over again. We are blessed to be a blessing. That's really what it comes down to. You know, the Lord has given to us so that we can in turn give and share, He loves us so we in turn love. And, uh, and that's what it's really all about and even this weekend that's what it's all about we're here recounting memories we're here re, you know reconnecting with people but we're also saying Lord thank you for what you've given to us thank you for blessing us to the point that we are a blessing to others all through this community <clears throat> 50 years of doing our best to work ourselves out of a job and that's exactly what we should be doing um Jerry Potter, one of our conference presidents, used to always ask me up at the office, said, well, what are you really doing this year, Wayne? I said, I'm doing my best to work myself out of a job. And that's what we need to be doing here in our church. Because when we work ourselves out of this job, it means that we have touched the lives of all these people here that the Lord has given to us here in Richland, here in the Tri-Cities, and we're ready to go home to heaven. And we've helped all of them to be ready to go home to heaven. Preaching, teaching, training, ministering to needs, preparing people for service here as well as for service throughout eternity. Always looking for a way to love, to accept, to forgive everyone who comes to the doors of our church. And we should say the same thing as Ellen G. White. Having traveled over every step of advance to our present standing, we can say, praise God. Praise God. It's all about Him. It always has been. It's all about his son, Jesus. It's all about the Holy Spirit. It's really not about us. It's about him, what he has done, and what he wants to do, how he wants to continue to bless us so that we can be a blessing, not only to each other here in our congregation, but to all of those that are out there in this. I mean, Tri-Cities continues to grow. And uh, there's just we always have a work. We're always going to have a work here until the Lord says, "Okay, it's finished." To reach lives, to touch lives, to help transform lives. Hopefully, it won't be another 50 years before we have worked ourselves out of a job and gone home to heaven with Jesus. Amen. Let's also remember that it's what the Lord has done that should fill us with astonishment and with confidence in His leadership. Richmond has always had a lot of good pastors and and excellent leaders in the church, committed leaders, committed pastors. But see, it's even more than that. It takes all of us together, you know, realizing that the Lord has given us us a purpose, you know, to love and to serve and to reach out and draw people to him so that he can transform their lives not only for today but for eternity. So really, our celebration is also really about Jesus, what he has done, what he is doing, not only today, not only for the 50 years, but each day from this day forward. When Len uh, called me about this weekend, he said, our 50-year celebration (coughs) is like the Jubilee celebration that we find in Scripture. And I thought this was an interesting comparison that warrants some thought and reflection The 50th year at the end of seven sabbatical year cycles in which there was no harvesting, you know, there was no planting and harvesting of crops. All Hebrew slaves were to be freed. Lands reverted to their original owners. And we read about these things in Leviticus chapter 25. Patriarch and Prophets, page 570, Ellen White tells us this. These regulations were designed to bless the rich no less than the poor. They would restrain avarice and a disposition for self-exaltation and would cultivate a noble spirit, a noble, excuse me, a noble spirit of benevolence. And I like that phrase, a noble spirit of benevolence. You know, the opportunity to reciprocate. That's what Christianity is really all about. You know, that's what, that's what we're all, what we should be all about here in the Richland Church: opportunity to reciprocate, to give back. The Lord has blessed us. He is blessed to be a blessing. Benevolence, you know, a steward, not the owner, a steward, a partner with God to help finish his work here in the Tri-Cities and specifically here in Richland. For 50 years, Richland Seventh-day Adventist Church has provided the platform for all of us who have been impacted by our connection with this church maybe for a short time or for a long, long time in which we have the opportunities to experience the same noble spirit of benevolence. And Life Sketches statement sums up to me, and here on page 196, what this 50-year celebration is here at the Richland Church. In reviewing our past history, having traveled over every step uh, of advance to our present standing, I can say praise God Praise God for Richland Church. I mean, isn't that something 50 years ago he he planted the seed. He he planted that into the hearts of of that group of people that said, we want to have a church over here in Richland. We realize the need that we have because of this community is growing and they need to know that Jesus loves them and wants to save them for eternity. As I see what the Lord has wrought, I'm filled with astonishment and with confidence in Christ is leader. And that's, that's the way it is over and over again. You know, the, the Lord is our leader. And, and what a privilege it is for us to be a part of that. And to be a part of this 50 years that, that he's brought about. You know, the fact that 50 years, not only have you been organized, not only have you been doing the work of ministry, but you're helping to usher in the Lord's soon coming. The Lord has truly blessed his church here in Richland and all the people connected with it throughout the last 50 years, and I say praise God. May our next celebration be in heaven.
3: So how are we doing? Enjoying it? Seeing all these familiar faces, but not knowing their names. (laughs) How are we doing, Larry? Doing good? Okay, he's got a pad and paper. He's a smart man. I forgot where I put my pad. We get to do this tomorrow morning again, throughout the day. What a joy to be able to come together and celebrate what God has done. I invite you to stand with me, please. Oh, Father, what a joy it is to be here this evening to share the memories of seeing peoples and friends and those that we haven't seen for quite a while. But as we come together, we come together to say, Thank you, Lord, for what you have done in this church, in this city. Our purpose is here to share the message to those around us to share your love and your grace, your forgiveness, your patience. You have blessed us with many individuals here tonight that have given them themselves to bring us here to now. But as we go through this weekend, may we also look at what you're about to do with us in the future. As it has been shared, I pray that our next reunion will be in heaven, and what a glorious day that will be. But for now, Father, continue to draw close to us. Keep us in your care. May you join us as we continue to celebrate tonight with the dessert and the fellowship and a full day tomorrow as we, your children, come to you and say thank you for what you have given to us. Thank you for what you have provided. And thank you for how you are leading us in the future. May our eyes continue to stay focused on you as we seek your direction in your loving son's name I pray. Amen. Okay folks, we got dessert in the fellowship room tomorrow morning, breakfast 8:30. Expect to see you all there. Have a good evening.